1: Sorcerer-wizard powers the engine of
2: science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire.
1: This meeting Batman, the Dark Knight Returns. In the year 1939,
2: Bob Kane created Batman. Just Bob Kane. No one else was involved. Who is Bill Finger? Shut the fuck up.
0: I hear somebody getting fingered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that in the credits of this one. It still just says Batman created by Bob Kane. That changed a few years ago, right? Right. So when did this come out? Uh, 2012. Oh, really? I think. Oh, I thought it was more recent than that. Nah. Okay, so we are talking about... Batman! The Dark Knight Rises. Nope. Nope.
0: The Dark Knight Strikes Again. Nope, that's a sequel, comic book sequel. The
2: Dark Knight.
0: Returns!
2: (laughs) 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 It is hard to, especially with Rise and Returns, I, I get it mixed up, which one's which. Yeah. So this is the animated version of the Frank Miller graphic novel, The Dark Knight Returns. I first read the graphic novel uh, maybe 10
0: or 11 years old, so it would have been 3 or 4 years after it came out. I think I got it by mail order. Hmm. Um, as issues or as a graphic novel? As, as the full... I did not read the four issues. Oh! The four issues, by the way, all have different titles. Hmm. First one's The Dark Knight Returns, second one's just The Dark Knight, third one's like Hunt the Dark Knight, and the fourth one I don't remember. Hmm. So, uh, but when they compiled them, they were just like, it's all The Dark Knight Returns. And, yeah, I It did. It, it it hit me with a lightning blast. Um, I think I got this, and I got the Eastman Laird Laird um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles compilation together. Nice. So I got my full hit of um, you know dark comic gritty. Well, it's not a gritty reboot in the Ninja Turtles. It's like it's like the first one was gritty, and everything else doesn't reboot
2: it that way. Yeah, well, Ninja Turtles is like is a spoof of the concept of grittiness, right? Yeah, yeah. And but, this is like. Grittiness taking so far, it accidentally becomes a spoof. Well, the thing
0: is, the comic code came into creation in the mid-50s, I think. Right. And that's when Batman started to become silly. Mm. Uh, Look up silly Batman covers. You'll have a real good time. Oh, yeah. Um, And then, you know, Adam West's Batman did not help that. (laughs) Uh, In
2: the 70s, they started to get, like, a little bit darker, but, you know, still a little goofy. In the 70s, I I always picture, like, the very gothic Batman. Like really long ears. He's quite skinny. Oh uh, yeah, sort of yeah. Curled and long cloaks. Anyway, I, I think in the mid '80s, um,
0: it was like the Batman editor became the editor in chief of right. DC and commissioned this. Um, Frank Miller, the the writer and artist, had already
2: had his Daredevil run by this case. Anything else? Um, no, because most of the stuff I think of of Frank Miller is after this. So like, he did like Year One. Stuff like
0: that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had a notable run on Daredevil, though. That's the, yeah, the, the whole da- Electra thing.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> all yeah. of that. That's, that's when Daredevil was like homeless and just constantly grim yeah. shit is happening to him. So we, we. I don't we, know if this is true. In my head. I always imagine Frank Miller must have done some Punisher stuff. That sounds right. Like, do not he just comes across as a Punisher guy? That might not be true at all, but that definitely sounds. I'm. Re- <sighs> if it's not <laughs> right, it sounds
0: wild. Right. Um... So, yeah, yeah, this this did kick me in the head, like, I guess, like, uh, about three years later, and I was still, you know, ten or whatever, but it, it got me the head kick, and, yeah, I remember feeling like, oh, should I be reading this? It's got, you know, they say shit in it
2: and stuff. Um, so I would have read it, I guess, in my teens. Um, I don't think it had, I, so by the time I was reading this, there would have been a lot of gritty comics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it hitting me as hard, but I do remember being like, oh, this is really go in places with Batman. Now, before we
0: get to the movie, which is the main point here, I will say um, it's not quite
2: my favorite
0: Batman story. Oh, it's not for me at all. Okay. It's it, not
2: my favorite Batman, and I actively dislike this portrayal of Superman. <laughs> so, okay, I, can see, I, 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 I like it, but I see where you're coming from. Uh, before we get to the movie,
0: uh, hit me with your best uh, comic book Batman. Best comic book Batman? Because I... I, I and I suggested this to Luke saying this is the best Batman movie. and I'm, I might be backing that up. But best uh, comic book Batman first. I guess I'll go first. Um, I really like, is it The Long Halloween? Yeah, oh, that might be mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's the whole crime boss thing. Um, the other one is super obscure. It's uh, Matt Wagner did a three-issue run in Legends of the Dark Knight called Masks.
2: I may have read that.
0: Okay, it's I super noir-looking. But super noir looking oh uh,
2: okay my favourite Batman might be No Man's Land uh, I know what it is but I haven't read it yeah <laughs> so when uh, Gotham is like hit by an earthquake and there's no outside copyright. Right, right right uh, well, uh, another one of the influences on Dark Knight Rises right yeah but it's Batman he doesn't quite have access to all his gadgets and stuff but mostly my favourite Batman are when they lean more in the detective side
1: yeah. But it's, I can't think of
2: a specific
0: example, but when masks, I an issue, which is very Masks nice. and Long Halloween both did yeah, yeah, that yeah, extensively.
2: Yeah. Dark Knight Rises
0: uh, Rise got, did it. <laughs> Dark Knight Returns does that to a point, but yeah, definitely gets into just him getting his groove back and uh, punching the crap out of people, right. eventually. Um, this is, uh, I, I'm mixing up the tw- two and the five in my head. This is either the 12th or 15th uh, DC animated movie. Okay. Something like that. They'd already done, they do, um, they'd done Justice League New Frontiers, animated... Um, they've done Batman Red Hood. I think they'd already done
2: year, year one animated when they when this came you, out Yeah, This is the first of these I've seen really but I've heard really good things about all these Batman these DC animated films Yeah, this backed it up. Yeah, I, I kind of assumed they were going to be like barely animated You know, it's just the panels from the comic and some voices no, they put some money in this. Shit, but like no, these are really good. Yeah, okay. I'll go you got to see some more of these anyway um, This one that came out in two parts originally so it would be the first two issues of comic, second two issues of mm. comic. I read it. I watched it as the two parts. I watched Friday night, part one. Saturday night, I watched 2001 Space Odyssey. Sunday night, I watched part two.
0: Oh, okay. So um, I remember the, the, the it was like maybe November 2012. hmm And then, and I got it pretty much. I, I wanted to see it because I loved the story. I liked it. And I you had to wait like six months for part two. Mm. So, and then in late 2013, they put the whole thing out together. hmm so uh, that was mildly annoying, but uh, you know, it was
2: annoying for a year. I guess we're going to be. Most of what we're talking about will be applicable to both the comic book and the film. It's right. that's a pretty faithful adaptation, right? It
0: is, but um, in preparation for the podcast, I actually, I for me, I watched all of this movie. I watched yeah. two thousand one, and then I reread the comic, and um, there were the core is definitely not screwed with, but. There's more change than I thought. Oh, I thought the only changes were uh, Gordon doesn't smoke cigars, but he has like nicotine gum. Yeah, and you see Sarah here, mm. uh, and you don't in the comic book. Right, uh, except in silhouette. Um, and you see more Superman in the movie, whereas he's mu- shown as mostly an enigma in the comic book. I once you fight him, you see him. No, um, in the, uh, when he first talks to Bruce, when Bruce is in the old woman outfit, um, yeah. you see him very clearly in the movie. Right. He's just a blue blur in the, yeah, when
2: yeah. he stops they, the
0: train, it's just a blur stopping the train, it's yeah, not. in the movie it's mostly just a blur in those scenes. But you see him actually stopping the train, you see him. No, no,
2: it. he blows past and then you see the handprints.
0: Do you? Yeah. Do, anyway, you, you see a little more Superman in right. this than you do in the comic book, but you, you know, I guess that's got you. You got to sell Money some shot, man. tickets to the DVDs.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: there are people who are buying this doing it to see Superman. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this is, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't. But think there's you no know, like big plot changes or. Nah, nothing, nothing. Um, and I think the cigarette thing would just be a ratings thing, right? The, I think showing this, smoking gets you a higher rating I these days. I think this still got a PG-13 rating. No, yeah, but it might even be higher than that. Oh, I'm
0: the one sure. thing that uh, the swastika pasties, I, I when I saw it... That's why I was holding my breath for part two, I think. I was like, are they going to really put in the swastika pasties? And yes, they did. Yep. <laughs> Bruno's swastika pasties. So so flat, there can't be a nipple under there.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Swastikas, until the 1930s, were a sign of balance and peace. Uh, well, they're still everywhere here. Yeah, I know. In Japan, that's, there are shrines. I'm not... Quite used to it yet. <laughs> whereas in the peace? Whereas the peace sign is a, a man hanging upside down on a
2: cross like his legs broken. It's a man. Um, we're talking about the classic like the circle. Yeah, yeah. It's a man with his hands down in dejection because the cre- artist who created that symbol did not believe there was a chance for peace. Oh, okay. He yeah. tried to revise it to a man mm. with his hands up in celebration, mm. but it didn't catch on.
0: So if we ignore the 1930s and
2: 1940s, the swastika is a good symbol. Well, it's for not peace. quite the same same symbol the swastika is mirrored and angled right but no I mean but uh, yeah well, you, you don't look at that when you see a swastika no, right? <laughs>
0: no, no I mean Native American tribes used it in the
2: headdresses they also have yeah. lots of swastikas in there uh, but, yeah but it, it's, anyway, it's, uh, it's on a map it's the symbol for a Buddhist map Bruno, a Buddhist Bruno's
0: page. pasties is, is definitely a Nazi reference uh, followed by yes. her two formerly mutant brown shirts so in, in this case yes it's Nazis <laughs> um Anyway, the story?
2: Yeah, I guess. Let's get into it. In a vague date in the future, ten years after superheroes have ceased their activities, Gotham City has once again been overrun by crime. And the Batman comes out of retirement to deal with it. That's the plot, right? <laughs> That's the first part of the plot. I keep going. We got mutants, we got Two
0: Face. I know, mutants.
2: I know. Seeing Batman's return reawakens his villains. Two Face is the first to re, re- To raise his faces. But now, only one face. But is it the face of beauty? Or the face of pain? Batman punches him. The mutants (laughs) rule the city with an evil empire of crime. But Batman punches their leader. (laughs) The Joker comes back from retirement. And Batman punches him. (laughs) And Superman is brought in to cease Batman's activities. And Batman punches him. <laughs> it's Batman, the punching. <laughs>
0: talking about specifically the movie okay. not the comic which means we're going to talk about the voice actors um, all that punching Peter
2: Weller's doing Batman's voice so of course he gets to punch everyone yeah um, so over the f- I, before I watched it you had told me who the voice was but I'd forgotten and over the first half I was trying to remember and then I can't remember if I cottoned on or if I saw it in the credits whatever but all through the second part I could only hear RoboCop. (laughs) Oh yeah, start start this one over. You're
0: only going to hear RoboCop. (laughs) Yeah, but Uh, um, but he gets to over what the line's like. You don't get it, son. I'm the surgeon, and this is the surgery table. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it's great. It's badass in the comic book, but when it's fucking RoboCop
2: saying it, (laughs) he's really good at those lines. When he does the speeches near the end, I don't think he quite had the gravitas for that. I don't know. I'm a big, you, or, yeah. I'm a big Robocop. I'm I been fucking love Robocop. <laughs> but Robocop is a very different character to Batman. True. Robocop is cold, and whereas Batman is all rage, right? So, but this Batman's a little
0: colder. He's, he's older. He's, he's, yeah. he's colder and older, and he's a little dead inside compared to the fire
2: of young Batman. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like. For the most part, I did love his performance, but there were just a few moments where I was like, ah. When, like, when he's giving a big speech to a crowd or whatever, it felt like it needed a bit more energy.
0: The other major voice actor here would be Michael Emerson. Joker? He was, yes, he was Ben on Lost. He, I, he was in the show uh, Proof of Interest. Uh, Proof of, uh, I don't know. Person of Interest? Yes, thank you. He was in, I I've not seen that I show. I heard it was okay, but I haven't seen it. Anyway, Ben from Lost was great, and him is the Joker.
2: It's so... But ever since, I guess... Um, Mark Hamill? Cesar Romero? No. no. Cesar Romero? Jack Nicholson? Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Ever since Jack Nicholson, there's been a very specific Joker voice, right? Which is what Mark Hamill is essentially doing. It's what even Heath Ledger was kind of doing. Yeah, and they do it well, but... Uh, But this is a very different voice. Yeah. And it works in a very different way. Just like Ben from Lost, it's like you kind of want to like him, but he's just so evil. Yeah, like this... (laughs) This is the most I think I've hated the Joker. In yeah. a good way. Like, I hated um, Suicide Squad's Joker in a very different way. <laughs> <laughs> but this one I hated him like I was supposed to, right? Yeah, just, um, I know, it, you know, when he gives a line at, at the
0: uh, talk show, like, I'm going to kill everyone in the room. Like, it's it's pretty cold in the comic book, but you're kind of hearing the Nicholson voice in your head, mm-hmm. but here it's just like, whoa! <laughs> everyone just laughs, oh, you're such a comedian, then he kills everyone in the room. <laughs> yep. That was cool. Um, honestly, the, the, there, I'm sure there's a few
2: other notable voice actors in here, but those are the ones sort of filed in my uh, mental Rolodex. Those are the two I noticed, yeah. Um, They're like, all the voices were okay, but those are the two that stood out, was like, wow. Yeah. There's one voice notably missing here which is
0: uh, most of the comic... Oh, I said just going to talk about the movie. Uh, anyway, this is in regards to the movie. Um, Bruce Wayne's monologue is a major, major, major part of the comic, and so is the Joker's, and of course you can't have a monologue here. That'd be stupid. Mm. Uh, they mostly get around it, but I, I wrote in my notes here somewhere that honestly Bruce Wayne's internal monologue could just be a continual repeat of, I'm Batman! And
2: that'd yeah. be fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, because the, the scene where he comes back they kind of did that right yeah. that's the one bit where you do get the internal monologue mm. but yeah you get it all over like
0: in the race car in the beginning it's in mm. monologuing like about uh, you know this would be a good death but not good enough and yeah. I, I do like in the comics having just read that when he's um, in his old lady costume which is the bat- best Batman costume ever he should have kept it <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah um, when Bruno's shooting him and the gun
2: misfires he's like
1: this would be a stupid death.
2: <laughs> I'm glad she missed. <laughs> well, I mean, that is kind of the plot of this film, right? He, I think he wants to die.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Alfred says, uh, I don't, does he say in the movie? I mean, there's better you know, ways like, you can kill yourself. I've got my, an old family. Yeah, my right family, it's
2: very slow and very
0: painful. You'd love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, something in the movie that's very much not in the comic is the soundtrack, which is quite well done here.
2: It is. It reminds me of um, like a lot of recent Batman video games, yeah. Where they're like echoing the good Batman themes, but they haven't quite written one. Here's why it work, they, they have
0: some of that going, but they have all that like kind of like techno stuff too, yeah. <laughs> which cool. is kind of cheesy. But you said at a, un, here's what I say: you said at an undetermined time in the future. I see this as taking place in 1986 or 1987,
2: and Batman had retired in the mid '70s. That kind of works best. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, I guess we have to justify this as a sci-fi film. For the most part, it's not that futuristic from when it was written, right? It's got nuclear explosions,
0: you know, superheroes and Batman's yeah. suit of armor, which was the best
2: thing ever until until, until they tried to redo it well, well, and <laughs> don't justice. I, rewatching this reminded me how much a lot of recent Batman stuff has lent on this comic book. So we'll come back to that later. Yeah,
0: because you mentioned No Man's Land kind of got to the Gotham. This uh, in
2: Dark Knight Rises with Gotham being shut off, <laughs> but this also sort of has it. Yeah, yeah. And but yeah, we'll get to This does a lot of stuff, for him, which all the films have been ripping on, so we'll get to that later. Yeah. But, like, um, with any superhero stuff, you want that superhero to have, like, a main theme, right? And there are a couple moments where Batman has a big heroic entrance, but the music just doesn't quite have a, a Batman theme. I thought it had like a 1986,
0: 1987
2: theme. And that worked for me.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I, 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 it's not like... Oh, yeah, sp- it wasn't
2: a bad soundtrack. Yeah. It just didn't quite have that that final bit that pushes it over the line.
0: I, I agree. It's, it's not a master... We, we Last week was 2001, where... Well, that's not even a... Comp- that's several composers from the past. But uh, that's a perfect soundtrack. This this one's fine. Right. It's, it's not like that. <laughs> yeah. Um... Another thing, uh, the first few times I saw this movie, I felt like, oh man, it, the animation style really does look like, um, the comic Dark Knight, um, Returns, like,
2: thrown straight on the screen. Mm. How do you feel about that? Uh, there a couple shots specifically really did. Yeah. Like, them the front cover, the jumping back, front of the lightning and stuff. Mm. It looked a little cleaner and smoother than Miller's art, but it, of course it did. It's animated, right?
0: It is. I, I, having just gone back to the comic, I did note, um... I think it's uh, Lynn Varney's the colorist.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, and having basically last times, few times I did the story. I watched the movie, so going back to the comic, I'm like, whoa, that is a good coloring job. Yeah. Some of it's almost in black and white. Mm-hmm. Some of it is in vibrant color. And um, actually, when I went back to reread, at first I, I looked at it was a. Uh, Dark Knight Returns Noir, where it just is black and white. Oh, you can appreciate Klaus Jensen's inks and stuff. And, nah, I need the color. Yeah. Because sometimes it is noir. When they're in uh, in the police station, it's almost completely black and white anyway. So I, mm. I did appreciate the coloring job. The movie colors look fine, but that, you know, being able to take panel by panel and just do a job on it.
2: Yeah, if they tried to do that with this, it would have gone a bit too artsy and...
0: Yeah, it would have come out looking like a like waking life or, or something.
2: something yeah.
0: <laughs> But uh, I did reappreciate the coloring job of the comic, uh, having seen the, obviously, not dumbed down, but simplified for practicality
2: sake of animation. There were also one or two moments of too obvious CG. What are those? Um, like Superman up in the clouds okay. and uh, the racing car at the start. Yeah? Okay. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that was a bit like early 2000s anime for me. Right. <laughs> was, you know, hand-drawn characters in front of... But for the most part, I'm sure they used a lot of computer effects and I didn't notice. So it's just that those two are the ones that stood out as being too different from the main art for me. Yes. Yes.
0: Billy on me, show me your nasty Bud slashing and
2: dice. I'm slashing and dicing. I slice and dice. I slice and dice.
0: We were talking about getting in the story and we're like, why don't we just, this is Batman, we talk about the Rogue's Gallery. <laughs> we hit them one by one. First up in our Rogue's Gallery, Two Face. Who only has one face in this movie.
2: I really like this Two Face depiction. Like, he's healed, they fixed his face, they fixed his mind. And then just that final moment where you realise, oh, he sees both sides are ugly now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, like, we, that makes you ask the question: like the whole time, which face was the evil face? Is this more well?
0: Is this more effective than the Dark Knight movies' uh, Harvey Dent arc? I did. That's like a good the one, Dent Eric. Arc. Aaron Eckhart's good, but. Who nailed it? Right, that didn't... That arc didn't really have an ending. He just dies. I think it's, like you said with comic books before, it's too short. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's like two-faced for like, what, like a day? Yeah. (laughs) Whereas here, he's been two-faced for years. He's done a whole lot Mm. of horrible things. He's been in prison for the past 12 years.
2: Well, this is the thing which I think... Like, comic book movies are finally catching on to. they, They can do is... They don't have to show everyone's origin... But like this film works because, yeah, you know who Batman is and who these villains are. So we can start the story when they've already had decades of back and forth.
0: It still gets in Bruce's origin story. Of course, story. of course.
2: You got to. This <laughs> is one of the best
0: versions, though. Yeah, because it's short. <laughs> <laughs> but, um again, I told you I just read the comic and... Batman isn't quite as obsessed in finding out um, what's happened to Harvey in the movie. He's just like, I'm stopping Two-Face, right? Right. Where in the, in the comic, it's like, you know, well, he's falling. He's going to fall his death out. And he's I have to find out if that's really him. And, you know, mm. dive bombs him into the... Um, it, it, it's, it definitely comes through when he unmasks him. But um, it is made a little more of an obsession. Like, I'm doing this. Like, I could stop this more
2: easily. But I have to find out if this is really Harvey. One thing I really like, and I'll get into the character and the politics of this film and of Batman later, but um, Bruce Wayne is funding his treatment and believes Harvey can be healed. Yeah, he's arguing with Gordon. He's like, I think Harvey's fine. Right, but just um, the idea that Batman does believe in that these people can be redeemed is so key to understanding the character because Batman doesn't kill. Right. And there's always the argument like, oh, why does he just kill... Well, which we'll get into later with this one. Why does he just kill these villains? But they are mentally unwell people. And if Batman left it to the police, they would be killed. Well, Harvey specifically... But Batman is saving them, in a way.
0: Harvey specifically used to be the White Knight, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why the Dark Knight movie... Works so well, because Harvey is the it hero. And it to Harvey not.
2: Dent more than it does Two-Face. Yeah, yeah. the right way to do that.
0: This one definitely goes Two-Face, but it's saying, like, there is no Harvey Dent. It's just Two-Face now.
2: <laughs> right, but they show it through Harvey Dent. But I think the film lets us assume that Batman has tried to do this for all of his villains. He wants to save them. There's a reason he didn't kill them, because he believes everyone can be redeemed. Right. Which I think is, for all the dark, brooding, violent aspects of Batman... That's what makes him interesting. That's why I prefer Batman to say the Punisher.
0: Yes, so after that,
2: and oh, maybe not everyone can be redeemed, and now we get the mutants. They are just kind of here to be the cannon fodder villains, but... But they serve here to be the irredeemable villains, which he does redeem most of the followers. It's the leader who... Is he irredeemable? Well, but again, he only deals with him a bit. Like, we don't, like, he's been dealing with Two-Face and Joker for a long time, Mm. whereas the leader of the mutants, he's still at the point of, okay, I need to stop his crime spree (laughs) stage in this. I want to call him Billy Berserk. Is that a name you've come up with? No, they say it several times. He Billy Berserk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah?
0: Like, they don't name him, right? But I'm like, his name should be Billy Berserk. I'm going to yeah. say that I'm putting that down now. It's now canon because our podcast is so awesome.
2: <laughs> that guy's name is Billy Berserk. Okay. Well, with Billy Berserk, you don't really get the um, detective side of Batman. But you, you get, get the tactical very side. cool fights. You get the tactical, tactical and... side of yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both fights with him are such good just knock-down slugfest rules. So would younger Batman have taken out? He'd have taken him down in that first fight. In the first fight. But yeah, I love... Everything about like he's setting it up so that they're in a they're in a place where he knows he can win the fight. They've got an audience so that he can show this guy. It's such a good scene. No, you said the detective part's missing, but I guess that's where I was like, oh, I think there's some detective
0: stuff here. He's not he's not doing detective stuff, but he's definitely doing tactical stuff mm. because he can't just he can't he can't actually just punch everyone anymore. At least not without us setting
2: up the situation correctly, yeah.
0: which is what he does
2: yeah. in of oh, yeah, cases. He is still the smart Batman in this, and that's... You haven't I, played the recent Batman games, right? Mm, the last Batman game I played was Batman on Super Nintendo. <laughs> okay, well, recently there was a trilogy, Bat, um, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, and what made them so... They were, really made you feel like Batman because they had a very good stealth system where you, like, pick off a room full of bad guys, by, like, and they're, like, getting more and more scared of you, so like it had like just kung fu and fighting, but the best bits were the bits where you used tactics and you really felt like Batman. <laughs> and like, there's a couple really good boss fights. There's one with Mr. Freeze where there's various different ways to Ice hide. to see you! There's all these different ways in this room to hide and damage him and hurt him. And yeah, that's what Batman is. I like seeing a kung fu fight now and then, but that's not what makes Batman so interesting is when he's, he's more like a horror villain. Yeah.
1: That's
2: why the best... This film does it and the Nolan films do it. You kind of see the fight through the criminal's eyes and Batman is just this thing stalking them in the shadows and stuff. That is all cool. Yeah, when he first shows up, definitely. That's how you introduce introduce Batman. You don't show the crime
0: alley thing. You show him like stealthily taking on some thugs. One of the
2: reasons I hate the Tim Burton one. The first time we see Batman, he just stands there and gets shot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He has some pretty hip armor. What if they shoot him in the face though? So not
2: Batman.
0: (laughs) Um... I think this was in the movie but um, uh, it, somewhere in here it's like that's why I wear armor I, I, as long as they don't shoot me in the teeth. <laughs> it actually mentions that like I'm, I'm
2: I think it was with Superman Mammoth, like I can handle him unless he goes for my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well a good gag I really liked um, I think it was a web comic or something they're talking about the whole thing how Batman's armor is all black and then most of the armor is behind the yellow symbol of his chest because that's where people shoot right? And then Robin's like why is my costume so colorful? <laughs> oh, oh that, that's the
0: quote in the comic. That's why I wear a Target, so they don't go for my teeth. <laughs> I think that's what
2: it was. Um, anyway, uh, Billy Berserk, pretty two-dimensional. Fun, but two-dimensional. Well yeah, he is just there to be the leader of the street thugs, because all the other villains behind bars. And yeah. you've got to have street thugs in a Batman story. So our, our next step is, I guess
0: we're going to put the police here. Okay, yeah. Sting and Stuart Copeland and...
1: Every breath you take.
2: I mean, that's a stalkery song, so you can put that under a super villain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the greatest villain of all, the police force. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, always one of the most interesting Batman dynamics is him and the police. Um, and of course, this film starts with him in the... Jim Gordon is commissioner, Batman's just allowed to do this phase. But then they bring in the other commissioner... And you get Batman is at odds with the police force, which is much more interesting to see.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Ellen Yendel is a good character. I mean, you Mm. kind of support her. You know, she makes sense. She's not wrong. She's not wrong.
2: (laughs) She's not right, but she's not wrong. We'll talk about Batman later, but one of the things with Batman is Batman doesn't make sense in our world. (laughs) But he doesn't live in our world. He lives in Batman's world, where you do need a Batman. Well, it's um, I, I know when
0: he's talking to Superman later, he's like, you're acting like a criminal. And he's like, I said it years ago, we've always been criminals.
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: but even she, by the end of this one, learns to just, like, he's too big for me, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, they definitely echo this in some of the movies, as you just quoted.
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the scenes of him... Fa- okay, here's something I don't get. It happened in this, and it was also ripped off in The Amazing Spider-Man. Police commissioners can't issue arrest warrants, can they? I thought you oh, had to be a judge a to issue an arrest point. warrant. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can say we have decided to pursue this criminal and arrest him. Let's just as- issue a warrant. Okay, a warrant. let's assume she went to the judge early in the day,
0: Right. got the warrant because she knew she was about to police commissioner and is now issuing the yeah, warrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the judge issues the warrant, but she, as police commissioner, would publicize it?
2: Yeah, I guess so. It just, It just, in this, oh. Shit, the police are coming. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get the bat gun and the copter, the Batmobile. Oh, they're gone. Okay, anyway.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess the person who publicizes it, maybe the police commissioner? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense that a police, the police commissioner would, in a speech, say, I'm going to try and arrest this man. But just that scene where they say, they, wish, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. And it bugged me in The Amazing Spider-Man, and now I realize that not only is it a dumb scene, they stole it from this. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, Batman. Honestly, if you
0: want a good Batman story, you should probably be at odds with the police. Jim Jim Gordon's a problem for Batman in the end.
2: Yeah, it he, makes it less. But it also, if you've got other stories you want to write, you just you want to get the police out of the picture true, for a bit. True, true. And I can and see why they do it. Gary Oldman's cool too. I love Gary Oldman in everything. So <laughs> he's the one who actually deserved the best supporting actor Oscar. And the star member of our rogues gallery. Uh, we still got two left. We got time, we got time.
0: Okay, I, I, was, I was calling the next one the star. I don't care about the last one as
2: much. Okay, but he's more of a fight.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, obviously... For me, this is... I, I put in my notes, uh, when Batman and the Joker are finished, when the Joker decides to snap his own neck, that's the end of Batman. The rest of it is other stuff. Right. The, the Batman ends when the Joker dies. Pretty much. That's why I'm calling him the star.
2: That's how I feel about it. But, yeah, this is a very well-done Joker.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, the other really well-done Joker would be the Batman Lego movie.
2: Yes. All he wants Batman to do is tell him he hates him. And that's here, too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. well, that's why I, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I have such big reservations about the Joker movie. To me, the point of the Joker is that he is a response to Batman. The- so a Joker movie with no Batman just does not make sense to me. No, the Joker is just a mute. He's basically a vegetable until Batman shows up again. Yeah, because that's his reason for existing. Right. And, but he is a perfect foil to dark, brooding, never laughs at anything. Batman is just this asshole laughs at everything. <laughs> but yeah, they make him such an asshole in this one. And he's You such- can't root for him like you can a lot of the other Jokers. But he's such, a, such an exquisite asshole. You can't root for him, but he's just... Oh, he's... Yeah, he's great, but he's just also, I hate him. He's perfect. He's a perfect Joker. No, he's
0: a perfect Joker. That's why I, I I talked about Mark Hamill basically doing the Joker as Luke Skywalker when he came back, which is great. I like his
2: Joker, but this is my favorite Joker, um, I think. Like when he's doing, um, like just indiscriminate killing, right? Which Jokers do, but I hated it in this. I don't know why, but I just... Because I, there's no point to it. He really has no reason to be doing that. Yeah, he's just, like, is well, he's running through the tunnel, he's, he's just shooting being, civilians. Yeah, he's just being a dick. Maybe it's just that we're at a point in re- the real world where that's a bit too real. But, yeah, that just felt hateful, and I was like, yeah, Batman, get him,
0: get him. Yeah, well, just, well, again, this is where Bruce like, am I actually going
2: to kill this guy now? Yeah. <laughs> Which well, he guess, almost does. I guess in this case, he's given him long enough to be like, oh, no, this one is irredeemable. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: but in the end, he still doesn't actually kill him. The Joker finishes so himself off. He does throw a batarang in his eye, though. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. I think that's when Joker's like, what
1: are you doing?
2: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah he, I think he literally says that. Yeah. He hasn't dealt with Batman like this before. Okay, I've anyway. I've never the, met a bat like you before.
0: <laughs> and, and I like that he, Batman is charged for his murder Although, technically, the Joker killed himself in the end.
2: Yeah, but I guess they can't tell that when they get No, of course. And also, only... Batman incinerates the body. Yeah, only <laughs> so Batman knows. evidence like... Exactly.
0: And, okay, so the Joker was my star villain, but your star villain is? Superman.
2: Yeah. For me, one of the most interesting things about Batman is that he is just a man amongst gods. And I like that he can always beat the others. But I also hate this depiction of Superman. <laughs> it's better than Batman versus Superman. It, oh, way better. Because than here man. it makes sense that they fight, and they are both acting in character. But this is a like, this is a mockery of the concept of Superman.
0: Well, Superman is, so he, he keeps saying, "I'm saving lives. I had to pair up with the you know gnarly American government. You know, we're all quiet. I stay quiet, but I save lives. You don't. Alright, but." I'm not I agreeing with him. I'm I just saying like that's his a argument. don't Superman
2: who follows orders, basically. Ah. And Who's, also, I, I, can't, I can't imagine Superman agreeing to stand down any more than Batman.
0: Okay. But. There's another comic book where Superman does not follow orders and becomes the one giving orders. Are you thinking of Red Son? No, I was thinking of Kingdom Come. Kingdom oh, Come. Oh, Kingdom Come is so good. I know. That's where he does give the orders because he sees things going wrong. He's like, okay, I've been laying low, I'm taking charge, and then he makes a absolute mess out of it. Mm. Because it's still just, he may have all the powers in the world, but it's just one dude's mind on this,
2: basically. Mm. Look, that's the thing about Superman. The interesting part is not the super. It's the man. Right. Superman is a lot more human than Batman is.
0: What I find interesting is Clark Kent does show up here. Yeah. Which, why would he, I mean, obviously, he's not working for a Daily Planet anymore. Why does he show up as Clark Kent? Does he still
2: have, like, like, does he still marry to Lois and stuff?
0: I don't think... Still no, because... Jimmy? In the Dark Knight Strikes Again, mm. the sequel is this, he's had a child with Wonder Woman and seems oh. to have a thing with Wonder Woman. Okay. And, it, and that one sets up, basically, Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel, and Superman against, like, Batman, the Flash, the Atom, the Elongated Man, and Plastic Man! Nice. The sequel is weird, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> so they basically just... They tried to do a Civil War... <laughs> no I, I haven't quite finished I did start rereading that when I read it when it came out mm. it seemed really like just absurd and weird it reads better now well, sure. I think Frank Miller is real good at putting his paws on his thumb on the pulse his thumb on the paws. you're about to be... say his
2: pulse on the thumb yeah <laughs>
0: on the zygust and seeing because I think in Dark Knight Returns when it first came out a lot of this might have seemed completely absurd whereas right. 10 years later it seems spot on and Dark Knight Strikes Again it's not as good as Dark Knight Returns by any means, but the things in there, like, resonate way better today than they
2: did in uh, 2002 or 2003 when it came out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, other than the fact that Russia is still Soviet, this... Oh, and also the fact that crime has actually mostly gone down.
0: Not In, in the past 20 years.
2: No, but in over time, it generally goes down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, you can't write superhero stories unless you imagine crime is going up. That's why we need the
0: mutants <laughs> yeah. and Billy
2: Berserk. But um, yeah, for the most part, it's a pretty accurate portrayal of how things have gone: the twenty-four-hour news cycle and the TV talk show circuit. And that comes that comes along well.
0: Here, they force it a little bit in the movie. In the comic, there's more of it, and it doesn't seem forced. It just seems to work better that way. Um, but I, I, I like. Honestly, I think it's
2: because um, the. Like the little T V screens as panels. Yeah. Really well I think comics, that's why whereas here it's like cutting from a film to T V. But that plays kinda of like the Robocop clips to me, which is kinda yeah. cool too. So Well oh, Robocop another film which very perfectly depicted the future. So <laughs> Where the villains are the police.
0: talked a bunch about the rogues gallery, the villains, including the villain who should be a hero and maybe there's some heroes that should be villains.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, I, I, I'm I'm pretty much down with Batman here.
2: Yeah, in this story I am. Yeah. But again, because I don't think they did Superman well. Yeah, you don't read Dark Knight Strikes again then. <laughs> <laughs> well... Doing this episode has made me really want to do that um, All-Star Superman. Yeah, just yeah. Because like, now that we've done this, I want to do a good Superman show. I already tried to sell you on that anyway, so... No, oh, I'm sold. I am sold. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have done an episode without they hadn't made a comic, a movie, just based on the comic. <laughs> Fuck
0: it. I, and I, um, well, I like That would be an interesting contrast. I like that one quite well, too. Mm. I like both of them, that's the thing. We get very different portrayals and I like both of them and they don't really mix with each other because
2: <laughs> Superman's just a big dumb idiot in this. Yeah. But Batman. So this this comic this film even does call him a fascist.
0: Oh, several times. I like uh, what Robin's Stone parents keep talking about. Right. man, like that time in Chicago. You remember that? Nah,
2: yeah. I was tripping too hard.
0: <laughs> I love that.
2: <laughs> but it kind of made me like, particularly those scenes. I was like, whose whose side is Frank Miller on in this? Yeah.
0: Here's another one. Um, uh, I don't remember if this is in the movie, but it's in the comic where there it goes cuts back to um, Robin's parents. There's a waft of smoke coming up,
2: and I. Like, didn't we have a daughter or something? <laughs> <laughs> so I can understand why she went and joined a fascist. <laughs> the police force in this are more fascist than Batman is. Which makes Batman more heroic? Yeah. Like, yeah. you often hear the argument, like, oh, Batman, is this billionaire who beats up random <laughs> poor people to make himself feel big. But that, that's a very surface-level which doesn't really actually get to the character of Batman. Because Batman is meant to be fighting, like... Like, in um, Batman Begins does it well. The problem is that the system is corrupt. And that's why you need a Batman figure. Like, if Batman is just beating up muggers and bank robbers and blah blah blah, that's not interesting, right? But Batman is fighting the system which creates these people.
0: Well, they showed here when Robin is trying to become a superhero and goes and just blows up a three-card Monty game. I mean, it's stupid.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right. But Batman doesn't decide to personally beat up every single member of the mutants gang. He defeats their leader, breaks the organization, and then tries to turn them into a force for good. And then he rolls into a burning Gotham with those former mutants as the sons of Batman, which is a pretty Nazi move. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, but he goes around and just, he doesn't send them in to beat people up. to. Right, to he takes them. their guns away and breaks them, right? Or yeah, breaks yeah. at least one as a symbol.
1: <laughs>
0: His move is just to help people, to protect people. But um, this is another Dark Knight Trikes again. Uh, near the beginning, he's got some of the Sons of Batman, full-on Batman costumes, doing strikes. And one of them just goes nuts and starts killing guards.
2: Mm. And they have to, like, reprimand him. You know? <laughs> he he goes full on Nazi. Well, um The Dark Knight, the film, gets into that a bit. Like Batman copycats not quite catching that Batman doesn't kill people. <laughs> the comic
0: for Dark Knight Returns has a lot of copycat Batmans. Mm. Like, um there's one there's a boxer who didn't throw his fight and he like lost his senses, so he just Goes and blows away a mobster dressed in a Batman costume at a at a <laughs> restaurant, and there's another guy. There's several instances where people just like are nuts and they they end up,
2: you know, doing horrible things dressed as Batman. But I guess we'll do a section in a minute about this comic book's influence because it's pretty substantial. <laughs> but yeah, the movie d- doesn't. That, that's
0: why you keep talking the comic here. The movie t- has no influence. It's real good. But oh, I did, barely knew it existed until we. I didn't tell you, you that, right? But the comic definitely has some serious influence. This but, is just like a reverberation of that.
2: The movie basically is the comic book, right? More or less. We're yeah. only doing the movie version because we've made this a movie podcast and we want to talk about the <laughs> comic book, basically. Yeah. And I guess it is one it's, of the most sci-fi Batman's.
0: Yeah, it's mostly the same thing in the, of the comic and the movie. Um, there are some differences, but in, in the main... Themes and the main style and all that, they they definitely are
2: in an even step. Yeah, I can see why people would argue Batman is fascist, but that's people who don't understand. Like, within the universe, you would think, oh, this guy's a fascist, he goes around beating people up. But then you have to actually follow him and be like, wait, he never kills anyone. He never, he actually has quite, I don't want to say liberal outlooks, but he isn't. Quite as hardcore right wing fascist as you are first. Thing. Libertarian. He probably, de- yeah. Well, he's a the, billionaire, the,
0: so he's not a liberal. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Frank Miller Batman is a libertarian. Mm. Otherwise, Batman may not be. I think the Frank Miller Batman is very much a libertarian. Uh, again, at least the first sequel, and probably ones after that, uh, reinforce that. But it, that, that's going on here, too, I think.
1: Mm.
0: Here, here's something uh, today, people say they're liberal. Are they really
2: liberal? It well, you censor mean like people? the mainstream parties and stuff? Who wants to censor people, Matt? No, I, I don't know. Pe- like like just what fucking websites have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> well, but if
0: I want to look things up on Google, it's getting harder. You don't find things anymore, you know? Yeah, but that's not the liberals. Anything that's Google? No, that's that's censorship. But but Silicon Valley's liberal, right?
2: In general, no, no they're not. Okay, no I don't know. man, it's a bunch of. Millionaire white dudes <laughs> Maybe they were once upon a time But they've accidentally become everything they hated, I think
0: Yeah, it's just even lab- putting any of those labels Because people just they decide what they decide when they want to decide So what's the point, of, what's the point of the It's becoming very complicated, yeah So why are we, you know, if we put a label on Batman here It doesn't mean much Because he might
2: decide something different a few minutes later Okay, <laughs> so let's get away from fascist, libertarian, whatever Is Batman good? He's neither.
0: He's not bad. He's not good. He just he does. He makes the decisions he makes. But, like,
2: is Batman a force for the betterment of the world he lives in?
0: No, he's the hero that said, we're all criminals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. He's the hero that said, we are all criminals. Like, what we are doing
2: is against the law, but we do it anyway. Yeah. I guess, um, going back to the Dark Knight again, it's that line. He's, this, he's not the hero they deserve. He's the hero they need right now. Because mm. Gotham is overrun by it is corrupt as hell and in that situation you need a Batman right so in our world we kind of we don't need a guy to go around beating up muggers we maybe do need a Robin Hood figure (laughs) to bring down the people in power is it Robin? I do like Robin this is a good Robin this is a good Robin (laughs) best Robin? probably
0: Um, I think it was uh, John Byrne you know John Byrne? I know the name. He was the artist for Dark Phoenix. Uh, he did some Fantastic Four. He, he's a major comic, dude. Right. Um, apparently, when Frank Miller first said he had been given this assignment... Because he was given this assignment. It wasn't like, I want to make this Batman story. Okay. It was like, um, they'd seen the Daredevil, so they were like, do that thing with Batman. And John Byrne... He already decided he was doing it in the future. And John Byrne was oh, if you're going to do the future, then Robin needs to be a girl this time. <laughs> so, again, he took that advice. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. And, and Carrie is... I mean, she... Here's the other thing, the other Robins, uh, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, and what's the other guy, Tim something? I can't remember Tim. Tim. Well, then it was
2: Damian Wayne after that. He's just,
0: uh, yeah, that's past my time. Tim Drake. There we go. Anyway, um, they all kind of, I think, did Tim Drake kind of,
2: that was after this, though. Yeah. Kind of. Because when you could tell this was written, when there had been no Robin since Jason Todd. Jason. Because within this story, there has been no Robin since Jason. Jason Todd died
0: in the comics like a year after this. Really? Yeah. That tripped me out. I was like, oh, he kind of like, maybe they'd give him the news early. But no, because that was supposed to be a phone call thing, right? Where people yeah, decided if Jason Todd died, or died, not. Died, died Anyway, Frank Miller, I think, just assumed Jason was dead before Jason was actually dead, which was actually no, a good I... move.
2: <laughs> yeah. I had no idea about that. That's really good. I'm bitch. pretty
0: sure Dark Knight Returns predates Death in the Family, where Jason Todd dies. <laughs> anyway. Did um, you check this? I'm going by my personal chronology. You can check it if I you want. i do going have to
2: check, because if so, that's insane.
0: Do check it. Um, in the meantime, uh, we were Jason... Oh, yeah, the first two Robins. Um, Dick Grayson was, what, he was in the circus. His parents died, and Batman takes him in. Mm. Jason Todd, similar situation. He was already in a bad situation. Uh, he's, so steal, he's
2: stealing the hubs off the Batmobile Interesting or thing. They first brought Jason Todd in with basically the exact same origin as um, Dick. When was he stealing the hubcaps off the Batmobile? Shortly after they decided to wreck on it because it was boring that he was just the same character again. Okay. Anyway, in both but yeah, cases... yeah, the one that we think of now is the one who stole the hubcaps off the okay. Batmobile,
0: yeah. In both cases, he's just brought in by Batman. But uh, Carrie here is very actively trying to become Robin. It's been 10 years... I mean, at this point, you're not supposed to talk about superheroes. In the comics specifically, they like, oh, you can't talk about superheroes on TV. The FCC no, will come after right. us.
2: 1986, Dark Knight Returns, Death in the Family, 1988.
0: Yeah. Okay. Being nuts has some um, ha- has some perks because I can remember stuff well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. Carrie decides to become Robin on her own, and and Batman, like you know, in a, in a half screwed up daze, takes her. And Alfred's like, uh, "Send her back before you come back," and go to a hospital. By the way, and he's like, "No, this is my Robin." At which point he immediately goes back to the Bat Cave and strips naked to stroll around in the bats and the.
2: Yeah, he says like, "Oh, I'm gonna go and kill myself or whatever." Um, the comic has Alfred saying that. By the way, he says right. no, he's yeah, gone. Yeah, to... Is it Alfred? No, okay. It's Alfred said it. I thought he was gonna go and jump in a Razzle Gul. Um. What are those bats called? Uh, Lazarus pool. Yeah, I thought he had a Lazarus pit. How do I remember that? It's amazing. Okay. <laughs> oh, so um, just to go back to Jason Todd for a second, the editor who took over in 86 had, a, had already decided to kill him, basically. Oh. So he probably did tell Miller. Yeah, we're, were, kill, we're killing him off now. That runs bullshit because the story was they well, published they did, an issue where then. the
0: Joker whaps him with a crowbar, which Billy Berserk does to Batman here, by the way. I noticed mm. that, that's how Robin died. Um, is the way Batman almost dies, but uh, the whole thing was um, they put out the issue where Joker beats Jason Todd, death, beats Jason Todd with a crowbar and sets a bomb and they're like, okay, call this number or this my
2: number. Does Robin live or die? Yeah, I remember that being a thing. I'm pretty sure they bullshitted, right? And that's what I'm saying. They, they must could have. Could they turn around a comic book in a month back then? I, it depends on the artist and the writer. <laughs> But, no, but I mean, in terms of, like, printing them,
0: getting oh, the oh, scores... Oh, this one in particular, by the way, Um, I said the editor that did Batman was the editor-in-chief. Yeah. He did the first two issues of this and got so pissed off with Frank Miller skipping deadlines that
2: he was not involved in the second... <laughs> <season>. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, But Tim also was... He decided to become Robin.
0: Yeah, I, I did read that, but it's... It was forgettable because yeah, I forgot about it.
2: Just copy, carry, I guess. Okay, it's forgettable because yeah. I forgot about it. Basically, otherwise I'd remember it. <laughs> but to me, that's a less creepy version of Robin. Yeah. Um, Go back. The Lego Batman music is basic. Batman movie is basically this Robin, right? I think so. that's the part I
0: forgot. I remember
2: the Joker wanting Batman, just wanted Batman. and so he hates somebody. Else. I love the first scene of that where he's giving him the uh, Joker. You mean nothing to me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that is. Well, it's such. That's the most interesting version of Joker.
0: It's such a good parody because it's parodying this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they don't. You know, it's a Lego movie. You can't do The Dark Knight Returns too hard, but you can definitely do that aspect, which they do well.
2: Yeah.
0: And then that was Heath Ledger's
2: Joker as well.
0: Yeah, but he didn't. See, this Joker has tons of history with Batman, so it works so well. Heath Ledger's Joker, which is great. I love but it.
2: But again, it's that problem of trying to squeeze 50 years of comic books into two hours of Right,
0: movie. he's not even the Joker for a little while. I mean, and actually, in the maybe that's why The Dark Knight is such a good movie, because in that short period, the Joker earns his stripes, right? right. He's the Joker by the end of that movie. Well, isn't? yeah,
2: because he starts the movie plan to kill Batman and then realizes it's more fun to have this back and forth with him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and it's just... For a number of reasons, it's a shame that the actor died, because it would have been interesting to see them continue past one movie. Because he didn't die in that movie, did no, he? Yeah, he arrested him, so that... Which and is... then like, the next movie has Bane breaking all the villains out.
0: Yeah. That's the first superhero movie where the superhero does not take out the villain, I think. Like, kill him. It's pretty rare. Well, Magneto doesn't get
2: killed, but... Spider-Man 3, he lets Sandman go. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that was before or after Dark Knight. I think it was a year before. Yeah, um, Spider-Man generally though is—he's a, a little, more chill. Yeah, well, um, you—I you, mean—that's one of the reasons I loved Homecoming so much is that he actually is trying to save Vulture for most <laughs> of that film.
0: Yeah, we we know Batman has chosen not to kill people. Right. We know Spider-Man
2: is not going to kill people. <laughs> right, it's not in his nature at all. Well, like, um, uh, and, and Batman begins, <clears throat> "I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you." Yeah, that's
0: Spider-Man a line would try somewhere. and save him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's another thing we, we talked about him as a rogue gallery, but we do need to talk now in our little hero section. Superman's here one more time. A little more on Superman. And on the hero angle, we talked about him from the villain angle.
1: Yeah,
2: um, well, is, obviously we see him... I don't like that he is literally fighting the Russians as a soldier, but the scene of him stopping the atom bomb was great.
0: But he's for, what, uh, truth, justice, and the American way. If he's for the American way, speaking here as an American... Then he asked to follow the president's... Well, or, Ronnie the, Reagan's orders and go screw up some shit in Corto Maltese. What, just, what does the American
2: way mean? Because no. at this point, the American way is fucking imperialism. It is. There's nothing, you no. Know, and oh, it I'm is in this movie,
0: too. That's the whole point.
2: Well, yeah, there's, there's little jokes. Like, we have to protect our interest. I mean the innocent people of Corto Maltese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 but, yes, yeah, yeah, that's only like, become more relevant. <laughs> yeah, no
0: know. His whole shtick is, I have to support the American way, and the president of America... Ray Gunn is getting them, you know, go go kill these dark people.
2: Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's. I always interpret that more as the American ideal than literally following the American government. So but this it, is a different interpretation.
0: Does this Superman have any idealism left or is he dead inside, like Bruce? Yeah, he's
2: dead inside just in the other direction. <laughs> Bruce has just let. It's just like, fuck the system. Or Superman has become part of the system. I'll become an automaton. But.
0: Superman's very powerful but like you said he's a man Yeah. and there's a certain point where do you have
2: to become part of the automaton or just go hide Bruce hides for a while well um, Superman has the powers of a god but the mind of a man right whereas Batman is the body of a man but he is a myth he's made himself not a man
1: Superman's
0: a myth here um, again the FCC is not supposed to mention him on air
2: yeah <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> and, and he's a blur most of the time mm. but this world knew that Superman did exist. But not now. Mm. Um, uh, sorry to keep going back to Dark Knight Strikes again, but when Superman finally does make a public appearance, everyone's like, Whoa, I didn't think he was real. Oh, my <laughs> God, he's here again. But and 20 then, years later, you would, like. Yeah, right? then Brainiac shows up, blackmails them, and Clark's like, Well, I'm not going to leave, but I'm not going to fight you. At which point, everyone just watches Superman get the shit kicked out of my by Brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's weird when that comic came out the sequel everyone hated it. I hated it but reading again I'm like whoa Frank Miller had his finger yeah, you were on saying, the Yeah, you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: I need to check it out again that's
0: why I need to read part 3 and I guess the part 4 that's currently well, you just need to coming. read them
2: in 30 years time I guess <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah man. well it's been 5 years since part 3 so hey maybe that one's good to go wow that's insane I feel like part 2 just came out um, but one more Superman does have one nice little moment at the very end when he notices Batman's still alive and he gives Robin the little wink right he's still there is still some of the Superman I love he gets pissed London. off about that in that sequel too though I, I, it's like Bruce said he was going to stay down forever and now he's not I haven't seen or read that so yeah <laughs> <laughs> Lot of just lines and scenes and images in this, because i hadn't read I hadn't read the comic for maybe ten or fifteen years, right, right, which I'd forgotten every single piece of Batman media since this comic book has been ripping off this comic book I guess like this, way more hardcore than I realized. this is I guess the first gritty
0: reboot, possibly Daredevil counting beforehand, also Frank Miller right, so Frank Miller is your gritty reboot man yep. <laughs> um, when did Watchmen come out? 87. Before this? After, After this, this, sorry? And there are a lot of parallels, aren't there?
2: Yeah, yeah. a <laughs> lot. But, um, yeah, because I guess Superman is kind of a. Ozymandias? You know, so, yeah, yeah. But, because um, I remember Alan Moore saying he did it as kind of a, oh, what if comic books were gritty and dark? not expecting everyone to just the next 20 years of comic books to be that <laughs> he was doing it as a one-off interesting thing but frank miller i guess was trying to reinvent the genre
0: this is a master class gritty reboot if even if it wasn't the first this is, this is how you do it for the most part
2: yeah i, I mean I've, I've made my feelings on superman clear we'll move on from that mm-hmm. but well, it's a batman movie so if they screwed yeah. up superman a little bit fair enough they, yeah. they basically got Batman Has miller right. done superman i think he might have I bet that was terrible <laughs> I don't know because they've tried to great reboot Superman a few times while we're talking about him work. when he
0: made this movie a movie comic. when he made this comic book it made him a comic book superstar but yeah. you'd still need to be on like geek level 28 to know who he was yeah since we've had things like Sin City he's now on he's on geek level three you
2: know you gotta get maybe two touches deep but uh, yeah if you're know working Frank in Miller. a studio and someone says we want to adapt this it was by Frank Miller Instant green light, I think.
1: Yeah.
0: His game has been climbing. Even when he did the first comic book sequel of this, I still think he was comic book Frank Miller. He hadn't become like sort of pop culture Frank Miller, which he is now.
2: Uh, again, I, mean, I think he was on the cusp, but yeah. He is on
0: the cusp, but. So now, I think, like um, 300 and since were upon us. Like, basically, it's not just comic book guys, it's pop culture guys that don't know him now. Yeah. A, a, a few geek levels deep, but yeah. You
2: know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. But that was just an interesting point on its own. You didn't need to <laughs> now okay. make it weird. <laughs> okay. But anyway, when
0: we made this, he's definitely a comic book guy, and um, right. it had first it had a fair amount of in, uh, influence on comic books. Um, we we did Dark Phoenix, and I kept talking about Claremont, and Claremont went notably darker after Dark Knight Returns came out. Mm. That's when we had the mutant massacre, and just like you know, real and storm goes dark,
2: and all that. Well, then yeah, throughout the nineties, you've got. Like, Todd McFarlane takes over Spider-Man. Spawn. Spawn. Also Superman McFarlane. dies. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah. He dies because they wanted to schedule his wedding with the TV show. <laughs> they made a movie for that, too, by the way. I don't know if I need to see that. I don't either, but it could be something to talk about sometime. <laughs> well, let's talk about movies of this and of Superman dying. <laughs> Batman versus Superman. Yeah. That's one which is going to go on the Let's Do a Film, a podcast about films I hate one
0: day. <laughs> Here's the thing. I have seen that movie maybe three times now.
2: Mm. I don't like it, but I kind of like to watch it. Why is that? It is... It will one day be taught in film school as every mistake you can make in making a film in <laughs> one film.
0: <laughs> I guess it's like we talked about like a few weeks ago how our cover is like, oh, I like the Justice League because like it just got them all up
2: on the screen together, right? Yeah. yeah just Justice kind of... Oh, Superman and right. Batman But on the that's screen. the thing. It's neither Superman nor Batman in that film. <laughs> They're both done so wrong. <laughs> because, Doesn't Batman just cap people in there? Yeah, he kills loads of people. <laughs> and like, for me, the reason Batman versus Superman is an interesting fight is because they both don't kill, but neither of them can be stopped unless you kill them, right? So how do these two come to blows? And in this, they do it well. Batman just... Pummels, he, he, he pummels Superman to the point and then dies. he knows Superman will come back, right? But Superman will always know he was beaten, <laughs> which is perfect. It's so good. And then Batman vs Superman steals a lot of the imagery from this. Has the armor and everything. Yeah. But Batman's
0: just trying to kill him in that. That did blow my mind when I first saw it. Just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, holy crap, that's the Dark
2: Knight Returns armor. <laughs> when I saw that trailer, I was so up for that film. Because I like Man of Steel. Yeah, I did too, actually. <laughs> um... I mean, it's not perfect by any stretch, but Christopher were cool. Reeve's the music first was good. two
0: are better, at least. Yeah, three and four, yeah.
2: <laughs> Three's got Richard Pryor, though. That's fine. Uh, the interesting story about that film. Apparently, um, Superman creators really liked Richard Pryor, so they didn't want to write any jokes because they thought, "Oh, we can't write anything better than what Richard Pryor would lip." Richard Pryor is a big Superman fan and didn't want to go off script, (laughs) so the film just ended up with no good jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen that one for a while. I do have it. No, watch it. Somewhere I've got a box set of all four back in the UK, but I kind of, I would, if I had to sit down and watch one, I would think I would sooner sit down and watch four than three. I'd go for the Lester cut of two. No, but I mean, if, if oh, just a three, three and, and four. Uh, of the on, bad ones, it's yeah. bad in a more fun yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: fun to watch, where four is depressing to watch.
2: What? No, I'd say four is more fun to watch. Because 4 is just batshit broken, whereas 3 is just a bit boring. The last time I saw
0: 4 is when I rented it off of VHS as a new release.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, well, that was when you were still hoping it was going to be good, right? Probably. Because I saw it knowing, I think the first time I saw it, I already knew it was infamously terrible.
0: When they put out the next Superman movie, we'll do Superman month and do it. Okay. (laughs) But we'll just do the Christopher Reeve ones. (laughs) Because we're doing All-Star Superman
2: probably sooner than that. (laughs) No, let's do Returns. (laughs) Let's do three, four Returns. What, Returns? That's not a movie. (laughs) Honestly, I like that one fine, but I feel like we've really forgotten about that one. (laughs) Yep. I like the airplane bit. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah. Superman Returns is just Sad Man lifts progressively heavier objects. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this one is Sad Man lists progressively more awesome objects. Or well, this pu- one is excuse me, Sad Man punches more, <laughs> more progressively <laughs> more
2: different foes. Yep. But it works better that way. Um, but then also in the Nolan films, there's a lot of motifs and lines taken directly from this. Which now none of them are coming to my mind. <laughs> Uh,
0: the Batman rounding the troops to take back Gotham, is very similar. Yeah, um, the- uh, Old man Bruce with a cane, Christopher Bale is not old
2: enough to come across as old man Batman, but he's still trying to do But it. also just Batman retired because you can't do that to your body. <laughs> Yeah. And, like, um, if anything, it was more realistic in the films. Because you could only be Batman for, like, three years yeah. before every part of your body is fucked. Well, uh, you uh, eight years again, off. I don't
0: remember if they say in the movie, but has Alfred uh, saying, oh, you're going in a walking hospital bed
2: yeah. <laughs> and he's going to fight Superman. Yeah, yeah no, he did say that in the film. Okay. <laughs> so that, that's notable as well. Um, also, so Dark Knight Rises was kind of an adaptation of this story, right? He's been away and he comes back. A lot
0: of Bane, but yeah. But
2: then there's the scene of, um... Do your Bane real quick. I gotta hear your Bane. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? (laughs) You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. Mounded by it. I didn't see the light till I was already a man. By then it was nothing to me but blind. That's a lot of Bane, man. I thought I started the quote. I had to finish it.
1: (laughs) This great city...
0: (laughs) When I edit, I'm going to, have to turn up those
2: bits of <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you're wondering why you would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. <laughs> uh, no, the scene I'm thinking of very specifically is when Batman first comes back and there's like the old cop and the young cop. Oh, right. And he's like, oh, you're in for a show tonight, boy. <laughs> and he goes and tries to stop him anyway. Yeah. But oh, yeah, that is. that scene was lifted for Dark Knight Who
0: Who would go and try and stop Batman if you're a cop? I mean, well, a kid who didn't grow up knowing who Batman was, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Cr- it's like uh, Chiba Batman. Did you hear about Chiba Batman? No. Oh, we live in Japan. Chiba is a prefecture. And for several years, there was a dude that would just ride around on a motorcycle in a Batman
2: costume. Nice. <laughs> um, there's a couple guys in Nagano who walk around in full luchador outfits picking up trash. Because <laughs> 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 there's no crime to stop, really. So... <laughs> That's how you be a superhero in Japan. Yeah, that's not. Nice. That's why all their superheroes fight monsters, right? Yeah, because there isn't really street crime <laughs> in Japan. I mean, there's like. Organized crime. Yeah, Chiba, but it doesn't manifest in front of you. Chiba Batman knows Just just it. cruises around on a bike. Do After
0: I say Chiba I had to go Batman. <laughs> Chiba Batman. Excuse me. We are not we're not being offensive here. You just sometimes you you live in Japan, you have to switch to the Japanese pronunciation. <laughs> if you want a coffee, you can't say I want a coffee, you have to be a coffee on a Yeah, yeah. Oh, no,
2: like coffee. Coffee. Sorry. Oh, okay, I understand now.
0: Yeah, you have to do it. It's not an offensive thing
2: you get used my to doing. My favorite it thing is when I'm with one of my friends who properly speaks Japanese, right? But then they're ordering something which has an English name, but doing it in the... Ca- so when I go for a dinner with Rob and he orders, he's like, ah, chizu And I know why he's doing it, because that's yeah. how you say it, but it just sounds like he's taking the piss. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'll be talking to me in English and then turn to the person and be like, Chizu <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, people, when you live in Japan,
0: it's not offensive. You have to do it if you want things.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. because a lot of English words are converted into Japanese, which uses a phonetic alphabet. So it's made up of syllables which are close to the English word, but not always quite it. And you get into the habit of saying words in that way. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want a robot, Batman...
0: Oh, oh, uh, we got to talk about... Um, Is it better to do the Robocop Batman
2: voice? You're mine, scum. Or is I'm Batman better? I, I, people mock it. I'm a fan of the Bale Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Because it also, it's him putting on a voice, right? Yeah. He puts on the mask and that's his voice. (laughs) Here's, here's my take. Here, uh, Bruce and Batman pretty much sound the same. Yeah. I, I like Robocop Batman better.
0: But if I want to do a Batman voice, I'm of course going to do the Bale voice. Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> Cause oh another direct lift in here, um we got the hood, and in this case the mutant at the top of the top oh, He's like down. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you don't understand, son, you're at the top. Where Bale is like, swear
2: to me!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like both.
2: Yeah, they both work.
0: And I'm gonna do swear to me if I have to, you know, swear do my interpretation. Good <laughs> so good. Mm. I'm going to pose this question to you a little differently this week. None. Not the comic, but why hasn't this movie held up? I don't think people know about it. I, I watched it because I'm a hardcore fan of the comic, and I loved it, but I had to you know I had to introduce it to you.
2: <laughs> so is it just So these movies, these DC. animated movies, they've all been pretty much straight to DVD releases based on specific. So are people just, ass- I did it myself, just assuming they're not good. No, Flashpoint's good, New Frontiers is great, Under right, the Red but hood. you have to watch one to know this, You right? have to watch one to know you it. it. You see them on the shelf, it's like, well, that art on the front just looks like the comic book. I've been stung, you know, in the past, buying. <laughs> oh, cool, an animated thing based on something I like, and then it barely is, you know, it's like a shitty flash animation
0: once you watch one you gotta watch more and uh, yeah now i know they're good i'm
2: really keen to watch and listeners tell us if you want to do some dc animated because i have most of them hey but I-, I really want to watch all star superman now because i love that comic book and if it's done as well as this is i'm gonna say it is okay <laughs> so yeah i'm excited yeah um i really don't i guess just they haven't been marketed well but like I mean, they should, they should just fucking put these in the theaters instead of the no, five actual hey, ones they're like ones they make. making.
0: DC's. I mean, like I was saying, I kind of like watching Dawn of Justice for some reason. I don't know. I sort of enjoyed Justice League, but yeah, they don't call it a candle to the Marvel film cinematic universe thing, right? Right. But the DC animated universe way better than
2: the Marvel animated. universe. it kind of always has been, right? And remember, it kind like Batman animated series in the yeah. nineties. They did Superman one. Like I, Justice Marvel League. Marvel had cartoons at that time. Like X Men and Spider Man. But they were just, like, Saturday morning. Well, compare that draft. to the Justice League cartoon. Whereas no? the DC stuff was, like, groundbreaking animation. Just gorgeous, sumptuously made stuff. And they've been breaking more ground since. I feel like, it, maybe I just quit paying attention, but
0: have they been making so many of these in the past couple of years? I think they're still coming out, okay. Yeah. I, Okay. I, because I, 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 I said before, but Under Red Hood, Flashpoint, just, oh my god, they're good. They're as good as any Marvel
2: films, and better than the live-action DC ones. yeah. Yeah, like the live action DC films often have very good cinematography, but they're terrible films. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I'm Whereas this doesn't need to have good cinematography because it just takes that straight from the comic book.
0: I feel like the more recent uh, DC films have even lost that cinematography. Oh, like the Shazam
2: and Aquaman and stuff. Yeah. Oh well,
0: yeah, just because you, well, you and I went to Aquaman. We loved Aqu- Aquaman. I did it again. Aquaman. Uh, how do you even say it? Anyway, we went to well, it. We in England, loved it. But, in a British
2: yeah. accent, you'd say Aquaman. I think in an American, you say Aquaman. I don't even know anymore.
0: Anyway, you and I went to see it and we loved it. But
2: yeah, it is. You know, it's campy. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a big dumb rock, right? Yeah. And I've I've heard that Shazam is pretty fun. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Me too. I don't yeah. know why, because I even enjoyed the trailer. I watched
0: the, like, 1940s or 50s serial of Captain Marvel, so nice. I really watch Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> and Flash... I've watched Flash, Buck Rogers in the 30s. I watched but that. DC... I, I watched the Batman serial.
2: I, I actually kind of want to see that,
0: yeah. Oh, well, it's real... Um, I think I think Batman fights the Japanese in some. Oh, good. Cool. And... Um, <laughs> Oh, oh, he just, like, lives in a house or something. It's, it's like, real... I mean, there's many very lame, entertaining... I've he's got
2: basically just, like, devil horns instead of the proper Batman.
0: Yeah, there were so many things about Batman that hadn't been just, like, solidified yet. Yeah, that, yeah. Th- Where they could take cheap cut corners, they would. <laughs> and it's funny where they cut the corners. Um, nice. And there's two ones, by the way. There's there's two Batman serials that are yeah, unrelated. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I knew there were two I didn't know video. Really, I haven't seen it. They're ever not ever connected. They're different iterations, and no. neither of them work that well. <laughs> <laughs> but they're real fun to watch. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, DC does have a prominence on TV. Arrow and Flash and Supergirl. That, that stuff's so pretty popular.
0: Well, even then, I, I, I watched... I watched The Flash when it was um, the early 90s. It was one I season. saw a couple of those, yeah. I remember being pissed off because President Bush interrupted an episode... Uh, to make, I guess, Downstreet or Attack on Iraq or something. I don't remember. But <laughs> they, they, you know, I was recording it on VHS, and I couldn't get the episode. And they never re-aired it. Oh, that's I never saw it. I never saw it till, like, 2004 when they put out the DVD set. Wow. Uh, it's it's not a very good show. but uh, You know what? It is, it's kind of a good show, but the new Flash is better.
2: But they did bring back that Flash as his dad in the new one. Yeah, I love that. And Mark Hamill's villain came back.
0: And I think... And, oh, oh, and the, um, the female lead from there also shows up as the um, lead scientist of the rival lab. Oh, cool. Yeah, so th- they, did, they did respect the old show, yeah. but the new one's mostly better. Here's the thing, though, I watched season one, I loved it. I watched season two, I loved it. I watched half of season three, they went off for Christmas, and I never cared. I, it's I been like two and a half, two years when now. when I was
2: living in the UK, and it was on a TV channel, and I could watch it once a week as TV. It is not a show that I could sit and binge like you do with shows these days. I'd watch like it's one every It's very night. much like network television pacing. And stuff yeah,
0: that's like. when I could watch like a full episode of television every night for a while, which I can't do anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, the first two seasons I liked. show, season three, I was like, well, they're doing the same story again.
2: I think I, I had that even with season two. Season two, I had it. I was that, like, but, oh, here's another fast villain. Well, projector. here's one.
0: First, first one was um, Dr. Zoom? I think so. I don't know if they ever call him And the second one was Reverse Flash. Yeah. Which I thought was the same character, but apparently it's not. But then, like, the third season was
2: another speedster, right? Scimitar!
0: Which I think was just Barry Allen from, like, a different universe or something. Uh, Anyway, at that point, I was like, whatever.
2: Did they built up to doing their own, like, Crisis on Infinite Earths or whatever. They
0: did Flashpoint.
2: But but they're currently doing Crisis on Infinite Earths. they got Superman's, Batman's. Uh, But on network TV... They brought back, like, Tom Welling, Superman.
1: Yeah. Oh, got, i heard um, about that. Brandon
2: Ruth is playing Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah. So the other me. I kind of want to see that, but it sounds like too much of a. But commitment. also, Super is really good. You know what? I want to watch more DC animated films. But yeah, I want to see like it. the point I was making. They should just put these in theaters. These are good films.
0: Like I said, uh, I I sort of sold the shoes. Like this is actually my favorite Batman film. Yeah. And you're like, what? Like yes, it is. I like the Nolan ones. This one's better. I think uh, okay, I, so let I would rate the Nolan ones, let, let me put it because I, I sold this to you rating this as my favourite actual Batman film uh,
2: how about you? I think I still prefer the Nolan ones but this is better than anything else
0: okay yeah I guess it's because I've been reading this comic since 1989 or whatever and like the Nolan ones are great but here I'm like oh yeah this is Batman
2: see this is to me it is like a weird future offshoot Batman
0: it is um whereas see...
2: Nolan felt like he was trying to do the story of Batman yeah and I think he captured that well beginning
0: you know, to this one is sort of in retcon this is now earth 31 and of
2: course universe. it is yeah yeah, yeah. and, and that... also if we're doing future Batman I like Batman Beyond better <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about Batman Beyond to be honest um, it's the same basically the same story but instead of him coming back he just the kid who would be Robin is the Batman oh uh, okay yeah, okay. Dude, he's just like there as a mentor figure. Yeah, I, I've heard good things,
0: but yeah, I was always like, oh, yeah, was, yeah. Great. I watched
2: it when I was a kid, and it was on Saturday. It probably doesn't help. That, that's
0: that. why <laughs> yeah. that, I stopped wa- reading Batman comics. When I oh it's not Bruce Wayne. Fuck it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was that when it was Azrael? Yeah, 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 yeah. They I read all, all of those. Af- but he—that was, to me, reading it now, that was so obviously a temporary stunt. So was killing Superman, so was relaunching the X-Men. 90s comic books blew. But, like, um, recently they did Spider-Man, like, Doc Ock with Spider-Man for a while. Uh, people yeah. were like, oh, my God, the death of people. I'm like, they'll be back. two years, they'll be back. If, <laughs> years, be back. Like, if
0: nothing else, they'll blow up the whole universe and start a new one.
2: <laughs> Marvel don't do that as much as DC, though.
0: No, DC loves to do it every few years now. Yeah.
2: I, I,
0: I haven't followed any comic books since Grant
2: Morrison wrote X-Men, so... The only comic books I properly follow anymore are Transformers, so... <laughs> I we went to Tokyo and found the one issue I was missing, which was pretty satisfying. All right. three hundred yen, Yeah. Dargan. Are we winding down? I think we're I guess winding so. down. Yeah, well, so. because we don't have a good answer for why these movies aren't popular. It should be go watch them. Yeah,
0: I, I shout. I won't shout them again, but go back and listen to the ones I shout out and watch those. Well, just
2: just find the list, and if there's one that you're like, oh, I remember that comic book story being. It's good, probably
0: or, pretty good in the animated yeah, form. Done it well. They're 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 putting some money into the animation. Uh, that is 2007 after. I think Justice League New Frontiers was the first of the current Anime okay. universe. So it's New Frontiers on, well,
2: and they've been pretty solid. Maybe the ones before that are the kind of straight TV trash that I was expecting, and that's what put me off.
0: I couldn't say, but um, I've seen at least seven or eight of these that were fantastic. So, uh, you know, just like Marvel films, I've seen seven or eight of those that were fantastic. So. Anyway,
2: uh, plugging, plugging, plug, plug, plug. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter at MLSFSpod. Just think, Matt, Luke, Sci-Fi, Sanctuary, pod. There you go, MLSFSpod. Sometimes it's the other way. I try and make it not the other way.
0: (laughs) It is the other way a lot. I think on iTunes it's the other way. Yeah, it's because... It doesn't matter. But yeah. You know, do it one way or there. It should come up in a search engine.
2: Well, I mean, as long as you don't put it in speech marks, then hopefully Google's smart to swap the names around. When we start, I put your name first because I, when I was doing
0: music, right, from from the uh, mid-90s, I was always like, alphabetical order.
2: Yeah, to me, I don't know, just Matt and Luke rolls off the yeah. tongue for me.
0: Yeah, Luke the funny thing that. is, I decided that when I was like 13 years old or whatever, when I started writing songs, like, always alphabetical. And after that, like, everyone, I, my, my name is, last name is Commages, starts with a C. And all the musicians I worked with after that
2: always had like last names that began with A or B. (laughs) (laughs) I think I tell you what it's 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 the hard K on Luke Luke canned kind of. Puts a stopper in the phrase, but man, mm-hmm. Luke, rolls off better.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, either way, you you can... You know, we have a nine one nine hundred number you can call to
2: decide which way... Which we... one of us lives and which one of us dies. <laughs> uh, your podcast, other podcast, Oh, this, yeah, this is a your Pokemon podcast. podcast as well. I guess you should check that one out. Uh, Luke Loves Pokemon. I just cover it different Pokemon family every week. Uh, as we're recording, I've just taken a week off, but I'll be back on it soon... Matt Makes Music, you can find that at rovingsagemedia.bandcamp.com. He's just put some albums out, check those out. If you've been listening to this podcast and you like the musical interludes, you already know you like Matt's music. Your
0: podcast should be back online by the time this airs. This will be like January like 24th or something.
2: Yeah, so we've got Black Hole next week, and then we'll be into Fuck You February. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> uh, we're going to be covering films beginning with F, starting with The Fifth Element. The other ones you have to
0: guess about, though I think I mention one last podcast but well I, I've
2: been saying for a while should we just start actually telling people what films we're doing so they can like watch along with no us? I like this because
0: now they know two right they know they know next an- week and the week after yeah I, I actually did mention a third but not in the context of fuck you February so ah. <laughs> uh, this has been Matt this has been Luke you will now get the fuck out of our sanctuary bitch <laughs>